Before we start today's video, I want to let you guys know that Saturday, March 5th in Atlanta, Georgia, we're having our live show and social. Guys, you want to be there. You don't want to miss this amazing experience. So go to roommatesatl.eventbrite.com. Link in the description below. We'd love to see you guys in Atlanta. And let's get back to today's video. I've, I've missed out on good looking girls because I would not spend this one chick. Um, she was like, yo, can we go to this one particular restaurant? And I looked at the, the, the restaurant. I was like, no, I just met you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to spend $400 on the first date with yeah, you just on food. Yeah. Like that makes no sense for me, even though I have it and it, it wouldn't hurt me at all. Yeah. But the problem is if I spend $400 on you today and you don't align with my vision and where I'm trying to go in my life, I just wasted money yeah. on a chick that I don't know. <laughs> and I'm like, it's not worth it to me to do that. So you can clown me. Oh man, she went on Instagram, oh, no. did, did an Instagram story about me. She didn't say my name, but she's like, yeah, I met this, this wealthy dude. He talking about finances and this <laughs> nigga said he wanted oh, to Oh, she went that route? I was, and I'm sitting there watching a lot. <laughs> I literally got on a live, Chris, and I said, I sure did. Yo, what's good, everybody? It's Hafiz. Chris, the star of the show, baby. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back. Welcome back. We're back in Dallas, Texas. Chris yes. is here. I am here. Got that. I've seen that jacket in the picture before. I've seen that exact outfit in the picture before. Hey, man, listen, listen, man. You're on your phone. I'm just chilling. I'm just chilling. <laughs> I was taking a picture trying to look cool and all for my birthday, but that was like a year or two ago. Okay, 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 move past okay. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> We're in Dallas, Texas, guys. We are rejoined by... A really legit, solid roommate. I'm actually really excited about being on the show. It's your first time being the yes, being yes. The, my man. Um, I feel like we're gonna have a really great conversation. So, without further ado, welcome back to the show, the one and only AO, aka Anthony O'Neill. Brothers, yes, man, Lord. it feels good to be back, man. Good meeting you for the first time, brother. Same here, I need brother. that jacket though. What size is it, man? This one right here, probably 42, 44, something, something <laughs> slight. Nah, I'm 40, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you where to get it though. Brother. Hey, listen, listen, man, you, it ain't you, a secret. I your promise. man got the plug on the suit, so I'm, I'm gonna see if he can get me a jacket. <laughs> oh, so yeah, we'll yeah, nah, good. for sure. Get one of them things. <laughs> so, AO, man. How you been, man? Good, man. You know, um, moved to uh, the D.C. area, bro. Why? And so um, I wanted to be around more black people. Oh, oh I thought it was for financial reasons. Nah, <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Now, he actually left Tennessee for D.C., so I was like, you gave up the tax benefits. Man, you gave I, that up. I did. I did. I, but see, here's the thing. You know, a lot of people don't get it twisted. Like, while I gave up the, the tax benefits, I also lowered in other things. So. Okay. So it was like, you know, trust me, I was thinking about, I told you last time, I was mm -hmm. thinking about coming to Texas, to Houston. But I was you like, you went to Houston, brother? I, just, I wasn't feeling it, Chris. Mm, what's, what's wrong with Houston? I'm from Houston. Well, so, because, you know, I'm you know, going to back for it. You know, because, you know, they say, they say PG County is the most wealthiest county okay. for black people. Okay. But it also yeah. stands for Pretty Girl County. So, they, you know, okay. I can go out to PG County and get me a wife. I, I, so I, that's what you really went there I, for. I, I, I'll deal with some taxes for that. Yeah, and, yeah. And, 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 and is that in DC or is that in Maryland? So it's Maryland. Maryland. Yeah. But I'm just right, like literally, you leave my uh, my neighborhood. I am six minutes. And PG's from the Prince George. Line. Prince George. Okay, yep. I've, I've, I've read yep. about it. So is that mm -hmm. really like the? Do Bro. you feel it when you go there? Absolutely. Okay. Why? How do I say this in respectful? Way? <laughs> Some of the most bougiest ladies I've ever met. Okay. But everyone in my neighborhood, and I and I live in a very nice upscale neighborhood. 
everyone in my neighborhood is black. Really? Wow. Everyone. And wow. Everyone. Literally. Everyone. And it felt so good to, I mean, I'm talking about living, man, listen, I'm living in my neighborhood. The cheapest home you can get is like 800000 yeah. And everyone in there is black. That's ridiculous. Okay, so you're on the border of Prince George County. Yep. But it's close enough where you feel the effects. When you go to Prince George County, do you feel wealth? Do you like feel it when you're like driving around town? Do you feel it? Yeah, but I feel like depending. So I'm in I'm in like the Fort Washington area, right? Okay. So that's old school wealth. Okay. Mm. These are like you know grandma, granddad, um, parents, and you know their, their later years. That's wealth. Now when you go to like Bowie, oh yeah, that's young wealth. That's mm. that's young. That's a young 31-year-old woman making $225,000 a year going to, you know, LA Fitness looking good, you know, it's you feel just the vibe is just totally different. I feel like I need a 30 for 30 on this, yeah. on this county. I, I, I never heard of this county yeah, before I, in my I, life. It's funny because I, I'm I, serious. I read about it recently. Yeah, I yeah. recently read about Prince huh. George County I never heard in of Maryland. It. Yeah. Because I was doing I was doing some I forgot I was thinking about I always thinking about what I like to do for hobby. I think about some statistics and I just try to see if I can find the answer for it. Yeah. And I remember reading about it and I was like, huh, that's that's a really interesting thing. Prince George, bro. Because yeah. and, I, and I was just wondering like how how is that money different than Atlanta money? Is it flashy? Is it more? No. It's not okay. No, bro. No, and and I was it was either Houston. There you go. Atlanta. Mm. 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 And I didn't go to a I didn't go to Atlanta. I'm gonna keep it real because we had roommates. Because I would have been I, I could have turned into a hoe. Yeah, in Atlanta. I be trying yeah. to tell people that you know culture, what I'm saying. It will change like, you. It, it will. It really you will. Know, when you're young, successful, and you're a, a good straight brother, yeah. mm. the ladies gonna be like, yo, 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 yo. yo. So I was like, all right, no, no, we're not going to do that. And I went to <laughs> Prince George County. My best friend pastors a church up there. And I just loved it. I love the vibe, man. And he um, pastors a church in that upper Marlboro area. And I mean, man, all young, thriving people. And what I love about it is uh, the, the the black people there, they have a table and they invite you to the table. Mm. And everyone is trying to help everyone create tables. So we have multiple tables to be at. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So it's like the money there is like, yo, you got suits. All right, man, that's that's a suit plug. Oh, you got you got hats. Okay, that's a hat plug. Oh, you know how to deal with finances. That's a finances plug. And we literally all come together. You making a half a million. We want to make a half a million. But how do we all make a million? Like, yeah. how do we really help elevate? That's what's up, man. But I, I wonder, you know, sounds like, you know, freaking black paradise. I wonder why is, <laughs> why it's not more public. Why do more? I feel like most people don't know about Prince George County. I think. I don't think so. So then, so then, if it's so, if it's so vibrant, if there's so much going on, if there's so much activity. Why isn't it known to more to more people? I think it's because it's not as public. Like it's not a flashy situation. Like they're not trying to be um, like known. It's like yo, if you come here, we're gonna win. But Atlanta, nah, you you, you better be driving the Lamborghini SUVs, yeah, yeah, yeah. the yeah. Bentleys. There is like, do you have the money first? And if you have the money. Then let's go spend it. Mm. I'm, I'm like, man, I, I have two nice cars and I pull out of my house. Sometimes I'll be feeling convicted because my neighbor live in a house that's double my size and double my amount, but pulling out in a Honda SUV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, we, what am I doing? But it's like, man, it's the vibe there is so like refreshing. Mm. I love it. And just young people, man, our age, yeah. making a quarter million. I'm, yeah. go, I'm coming out there. 
Come, yeah. I'm a, I'm a, we gonna connect. I'm now, gonna come out there. Now, I'm a, Chris, I'm I, telling you, I'm come, coming out there. Are you single? No, I'm not single, brother. But <laughs> we can come together. Yo, listen, come for real. No, I'm serious. Come, and it's not just about again. You know, like the pretty girl county. It, it's for me. I wanted to be around other young, solid black men who are really trying to do something. Bro. You know, like what y'all's mission and assignment is with y'all's podcast. Like, how do I get around other? black men and it's not like a racist thing because i love all people yeah but it's like i i exposure and seeing other black men win to me is important yeah 100 i got a question for you yeah this is all anecdotal all feelings no facts okay mm. do you feel like there's more financially successful black women our age or more financially successful black men women okay what 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 percentage would you think would be women compared to men I'll say 60-40. women, 40% men. Why? Education. Okay, break it down. When you really look at it, um, now wait. Now when you say financially successful, are we including in like my message, debt free? Or are we just talking about good income, good education, period? I'm talking about tax return. I, I'm, I'm, talking about I'm just talking income. Not, income. Even, not even education, just income. Yeah, 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 yeah. So ladies for sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's actually, and I can't quote it. Yeah. I wish I would have known because I would have definitely looked it up and get the actual quote. But it has been quoted that when it comes to the African-American culture, yeah. ladies are leading the yeah. homes. Yeah. So. Which is sad. Which is sad. Yeah. And, and I, I want to talk a little bit about that because I, I feel like it'd be a great conversation with you, especially when it relates to finances. Yeah. So there's two things that are confusing to me. Two things are confusing. I've, I hear many people say that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Many people say that I'm biased for two reasons. Okay. One, most of my friends are guys who are killing it, like you, like Chris. Right. So I, my sample size is different. Right. Second, I'm not around a lot of just women. black women. Right. Honestly, I just, I'm just not around a lot of them. So yeah. I don't really, I can't compare <clears throat> as much as the guys do. But to me, I know, ex I know what you were talking about with the education numbers. I know you can, you can literally look up bachelor degrees, mm -hmm. who gets some more, who who's in college more. Yeah. Women, especially the HBCUs, at My least 60-40 to the men. Right. So I know from an education component, as well as I do also know that as it pertains to just general income, the rule of thumb is always the more education you have, the more money you make. It's, yeah. it's, it's not a, it's not rule for, it's not a law for everybody. Right. Doesn't mean that you, cause you didn't graduate high school. You can't earn six figures. Right. No, right. there's exceptions, but the rule generally speaking is education and women are crushing education. But there is data which shares how the average male, mm -hmm. even the black male makes more than the average woman. Absolutely. So then I'm wondering if the if the data shows, like I said, you guys don't have it. It's all feelings. It's, it's, it's all opinion. Yeah. If the data shows there's men, black men earn more than black women, then why do people say there's more women doing better than the men? I'm curious too. I I think because when you really look at it again, this is all opinion, not okay, facts. Of course, right? all feelings um, and facts. Yeah, it's it's because. On the factual side of things, the number one rising entrepreneur is a black woman. Yes. So it's not a white man. It's not a black man. It's not a Hispanic woman, whatever. It's a black woman. Mm -hmm. And then on, on the other side of things, it's like you see ladies out here getting a job, raising kids, and starting a side hustle just to provide for their kids. Mm -hmm. um, and so for me, when I look at that, that's why I say 
from an opinion standpoint, mm -hmm. I think there are more ladies who are out here winning, not because they really want to, but because they have to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like we're, we're, we're we as men are out here creating babies, but we're not providing for our children. Mm. And so the ladies are having to step up to the plate while some men are just enjoying life and playing that game. Yeah. So another thing that, that um, I looked into in regards to, I was, you know, I was doing a lot of research about this, about this topic, because I've, I've heard this by so many women and yeah. I was always like, what's going on? So one of the things when people talk about the, uh, the, the pay gap between men and women. Yep. One of the major factors that they don't look into consideration is age. Yes. Right? Yes. So generally speaking, like there's a lot of women who were seniors at law firms in their mm. early 30s mm. who now in their later 30s, they're just at home raising their children. Yeah. So now their income might be lower because yep. they might be just be working part-time part at the law firm. Yep. But at, in their early 30s, they were making 400 to a million dollars a year, but right. later on in life, they take different jobs. So when you look up college age women from 20 to 30, yeah, yeah. usually across most ethnicities, it's the women are making more compared to the men. Absolutely. And so that's something for the, for the guy, because I was confused about that, for the guys who are like, well, the numbers show it's because it's conflicting. Like, like they'll say, Women are earning 80 cents a dollar to men, but there's more successful women than men. I'm like, yes, so you have to look a little bit deeper. And go, yeah. And go ahead, you say something? No, I was going to say, no, you got to go deeper, like yes. what you were saying. Yeah. Because it's like, it's, you're right. Most, when they get married, they'll take off so they can raise the kids or um, get a part time job so they can still be a part of the kids' life. So that brings down yeah. the income. Yeah. Uh, but for the most part, if you really look at it, You'll see a little jump maybe from the guys to the women, but it's not this massive jump. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, I, shoot, I remember working, having a job, and I know all the ladies in the building were making way more money than me. Yeah. Um, but you got to look at the deeper, deeper. And then, too, let's just be real, man. Sometimes media be, they just spin stuff just to piss us off. Man. Mm, yeah. Mm, yeah. And let's just be real. Like, oh, let's just, let's just make it look like this. But you're not really giving all of the information. Yes. These are all ladies who are staying at home. These are ladies who are. Um, I even I, I read one study and, and it frustrated me. They did a study off of a thousand ladies. When you really dug deep into those thousand ladies, uh, I think it was 460 of them weren't even working at all. Mm. Mm. Never had a job. Yeah. So that dropped everything down. Yeah. So you, you got to do the research, man. Prince George County, what do you what is the demo, what is the male to female ratio in Prince George County? Well, I just moved out there. Okay. But it's it's I, from an opinion from me just driving around and enjoying the views. <laughs> it's, on, uh, it's in your favor. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely in your favor. It's definitely in my favor. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break from this week's episode to talk to you guys about our amazing new sponsors over at Shortform. Guys, you know part of the leveling up process is that you have to become educated. You have to improve your mind because a man with a powerful mind is a powerful man indeed. So the amazing thing about Shortform is Shortform allows a lot of you guys who are not the most apt at reading to be able to get amazing summaries of books. So this includes books that you may be interested in reading, books you've read in the past, or simply books that you just want to get more information about. So go to shortform.com 
patreon.com slash roommates get your five-day free trial of short form i'm telling you you guys will love it remember one of my favorite books is 12 rules for life by dr jordan peterson and i'll be honest with you guys that book is a bit of a dense book but the main thing about short form is it gives you an amazing summary of the book before you read it so you have a better understanding of it go to shortform.com slash the roommates sign up today start leveling up your mind and let's get back to this week's episode um man it's definitely more ladies but prince george county depend again depending on the side that you're on upper marlboro uh Bowie, that's gonna be like that young fort washington my side of the town is gonna be older um it's def it's, it's still gonna be more ladies to men okay what type Absolutely. of career these people are having are they having their own business dude man businesses and politics is big out there okay so politics um business ownership um is very very big and government jobs are very very big out there and so um, which is actually pretty unique and then also too in that area man you have two of the wealthiest african-american churches in there no debt the church has no debt the church no debt as in you gotta you you gotta practice good steward if you're gonna preach the word no i'm serious you, i mean and that's that was impressive to me to see that in prince george's county a predominantly african-american church that is building buildings starting schools they're paying cash not financing nothing and i think when you have like a, a entity like that that is teaching and preaching yes is going down to the people. That's why you have that success coming out of the area. 100%. So we had a really interesting conversation with a group of women about about that theory. And I, and I, and I want to... I want to talk more about. I want to hear what men have to say. I want to hear what women have to say. I know a lot of there's gonna be a lot of opinions after this episode. Uh -oh. But about the theory that, <laughs> uh, but about the theory that there's a lot of women who are successful, mm -hmm. and there's a lot of especially between the ages of twenty to thirty versus the men, and so my my question is why in the culture are the women being raised to be so successful? And the men are falling behind, in your opinion. Mm. It's gonna be a lot of opinions after this show. Yeah. <laughs> man, you know, oh man, I'm gonna get slammed for saying this. But I, I think it's because this generation, well, the generation before us, our parents, right? They're raising our they're raising the ladies up to be the boss chicks. They're raising the ladies up to be the strong ones. And then it's like you have single mothers who are teaching their daughters go out there and win and then not really teaching their sons stuff mm. because they can't teach sons. Right. Mm. And so I think that these, this generation of ladies have the mindset of I got to be like my mom. I got to be strong. I got to carry the weight. I got to do this. I don't need a man for nothing. So I'm going to go to school. I'm going to get the education. I'm going to get a job. I'm going to start a side business. I'm going to do some hair on the side. And then you have us men. Who, unfortunately, some of us haven't been raised with a father. Mm -hmm. And we don't have brothers like us in, in the corner. And so they're just falling off. Not because they want to. Just they don't have the knowledge and the wisdom to do it. No, that's exactly the conversation we were having with these these two ladies about what you described. Because this one, she, this one um, woman, she was really introspective. She was like, my, her parents were great. Right. But growing up, she saw there was a difference between how her mother raised her and how her mother raised her 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 brother her brother absolutely and she was talking about differences like she would have to she would have a lot of responsibilities around the house mm -hmm. cooking cleaning mm -hmm. taking mm -hmm. care of certain things 
you know, where the, the brother just kind of chilled mm-hmm. and had food fed to him, had his laundry done for mm-hmm. him, had a lot of things done. And then so there was even from a domestic responsibility perspective, wow. he was being conditioned to be taken care of. Ooh. And she was being conditioned to take care of somebody. Yes. Yes. I don't need to say nothing about that. <laughs> I mean, because that, 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 that happens, yeah. you know. I know um, the young lady I, I was talking to a couple of years ago, that was her training. She was like, I was trained to take care of you and you shouldn't have to do nothing but just go out there and get a job and bring a check home. Yeah. And I was like, well, there's so much more to a man than just bringing home a check. Yeah. And then what she brought up as well was like, then, so she she made a really great point. This was, I think it was a really brilliant deduction from her. She was saying that, generally speaking, with a woman, women will be harder on women than they will be towards a man. Absolutely. And she was saying in regards to favoritism, usually a man's favorite will be his daughter, mm-hmm. but a lot of times a woman's favorite would, would be her son. Right. So she was saying that even in regards to like the discipline of school mm. and the pushing of an individual, her mom would push her so much harder and kind of allow her, son, her, her brother to be a lot more chill, a lot more laid back. So even from the financial perspective, there, there wasn't as much a drive in regards to schooling, education, independence, all, all the things that in a traditional sense, even if the woman is taking care of domestic responsibilities, if the man's at least taking care of the financial, there's a bit of a relationship balance. symmetry and balance. But if she's doing financial and, and domestic mm. and he really hasn't been taught either yep. growing up, yep. then you have a whole generation of men who expect women to take care of them. And we do have a whole generation of men who, I don't know if they're expecting ladies to take care of them, but I do believe it, that they don't really have the drive that we have. Mm-hmm. You know, that they don't have the drive to step up to the plate, to be the breadwinner, to provide for his family. It's the, oh, you got to come on my show, we can talk about this. Like, it's the, it's it's 50-50. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to make 50%, you made 50%, we do this thing together. Um, and that's a whole nother conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, I, I do feel as if, and I say this respectfully, that I think we have to get back to the old school way, to our grandmother's way. Let's raise our ladies up to be ladies and let's raise our men up to be men. Yeah. And both of us have different roles, but we have e- we are both equally just as important. And I think men, we got to step up to the plate. Ladies got to step up to the plate and come together for one union. How do we get to that point? Like, what what do you feel like is the steps for that message to get out to the men to step up to the plate, do the role, and also for women as well? Man, I think we gotta read. We got we gotta redefine what is that role. Mm. You know, what is that role? I mean, for me, um, in my personal house, again, uh, my life. This is not facts or stats. Just my as a Christian, I'm created to to provide, protect, and be the priest of my home. That's my role as a man. And so, if I can't provide for the home, I'm slipping. If I can't protect my home mentally, spiritually, physically, and emotionally, then I'm slipping. Um, if I'm not the priest, if I can't pray over and, and spiritually protect my home, then I'm slipping. I think we got to get back to just the core and the foundation yeah. of men. And we I, we got to start raising men to be better stewards when it comes to their money. Yeah. Um, I get slammed often for telling ladies, listen, I'm not spending no more than 50 to to $100 to go on a date with you. 
I said, because my responsibility is not to impress you, it's to provide for my family. So as we get closer to that perspective, and if you sit here and, and you're my wife, you'll get that. But if you're just my girl who ended up being a friend, nah, you're not gonna get, you're not gonna get my money. <laughs> Listen, man. <laughs> you ain't gonna get no money. Many of the comments are, are, are really clapping to, for that one because I think I did a video a couple, a couple um, years ago about the, uh, not a couple years ago, like a, a little while back, about the six-figure man myth. Mm. And the idea behind that was there was obsession. There's, a, there's an obsession when you ask women about guys. Yeah. Generally speaking, successful women about men, not just women who don't do much. Yeah. You ask them, like, okay, how much money do you want a guy to make? This like this a general $100,000 in America is just like, that's like the gold star, right? right? You hit right. 100000 you did well. Right. But the point that I made was there's guys, according to your definition, who are financially flourishing at 80 mm -hmm. and guys who are financially struggling at 150. Absolutely. And so you are obsessed with the number amount versus the intangibles, which really matter, which will really build true wealth. Going back to what you said, smart men have a budget. Absolutely. And their date budget is not going to be 10000 a month. It's not. <laughs> it's, not. it's not if I'm single it's not going to be $5,000 a month it's no. going to be something wise because mm -hmm. I'm, I'm saving for the future I'm yes. saving for like AL talked about child care for the future I'm Absolutely. saving for college for the future I'm paying for homes I'm paying for business I'm paying for all these things yeah. so there's a limited budget yep. I'm not cheap I'm I'm smart with my money but if you don't understand these intangibles you look at what AL was saying be like oh this guy's cheap no, I get called cheap all the time. <laughs> I, and I laugh, bro. I be like, <laughs> I mean, because, I, I, and I get it. We've taught, when they hear the word budget and, you know, and ladies, and this is my thing, Jesus. Ladies, well, if I got to go out there and get my hair done and get my nails done and get the makeup and put on the red bottoms and look all cool in you, then I deserve more than a $100 date. And I'm like, well, no one asked you to do all this. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, 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 no one asked you to do all that. What are you talking about right now? Right. I, I, I didn't say to go out. And, I mean, I want you to come out and be beautiful. But at the same time, I didn't ask you to go drop $100, $200, $300 to get prepared for this date. Yeah. So don't don't come with those expectations for me. Yeah. And I think in the very beginning, look, look, at, look at the man's mindset. Look at the woman's mindset. But more so, look for the man's mindset. It's easy. It is, I can sit here and drop $500. That is so easy. If I give you my time, that's hard. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I think most men who are successful um, in business and just successful in general, we value our time more than we actually value our money. Mm. And so if I spend my time with you, please know that that is more valuable to me than $200 because my time produces income. And so I, we got to get back to just really teaching men how to really stay true to who they are and how to value their time and don't worry about what she says as far as an impression i've i've missed out on good looking girls because i would not spend this one chick um she was like yo can we go to this one particular restaurant and i looked at the the, the restaurant i was like no i just met you <laughs> i'm not going to spend four hundred dollars on the first date with yeah, you just on food yeah like that makes no sense for me even though i have it and it, it wouldn't hurt me at all yeah. 
But the problem is if I spend $400 on you today and you don't align with my vision and where I'm trying to go in my life, I just wasted money yeah. on a chick that I don't know. <laughs> and I'm like, it's not worth it to me to do that. So you can clown me. Oh man, she went on Instagram, Oh did, did an Instagram story about me. She didn't say my name, but she's like, I met this, this wealthy dude. He talking about finances and this <laughs> nigga said he went to Oh Lord, she went that wrong? Da, 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 da. I was, and I'm sitting there watching a lot. <laughs> I literally got on live, Chris, and I said, I sure did. You got on live. I got on live with her and typed in, I sure did. She should have been tweeting. That would be hilarious. That. You know what I'm saying? I'm just she like, must have been from Atlanta. I'm just best with that. No, no, no. She wasn't from Atlanta. But I mean, I, but I'm, I think we got to start teaching men how to get a clear vision because when you have a clear vision for your life, then everything else is either going to flow into it. If it doesn't, then it gives you permission to say no. Okay, there's three conversations I want to have. I'm gonna I'm gonna save those three. I, I, but I want to stay where you're at right now. Okay. We we may have talked about this last episode, so if, I, so if we talked about it, we're talking about it again. Okay. I meet a lot of guys like you. Mm -hmm. You're successful, good-looking guys, articulate, God-fearing men. A lot of great things going on for you guys. And I know from Instagram followers <laughs> that there's a lot of beautiful, successful women that follow you guys, that are interested in you guys, that want to be with you guys. But to me, there seems to be a disconnect mm -hmm. with the qualifications for those women. Mm. And that's something I feel as though it's not talked a lot by guys who, I would argue on paper fit what women want mm -hmm. that they also feel like there's a lack of qualification from a lot of the women who are interested in them. And so to me, I'm, I'm just, I'm always mm. curious. I'm always curious. I'm always like, so what are those things that you're seeing lacking? Cause they obviously look good. They're educated. They make money. You, you don't have a problem finding that, but what do you feel like is lacking from a lot of the women that you've been interacting and dating throughout the time. You know, before I get to the women, I think one of the things for me, uh, bro, was it was actually me. When I look at when I look back at like at the ladies I've been able to date, oh my gosh, they were great. Mm -hmm. But I think for me, bro, because and I'm gonna be honest and transparent here at the roommates, right? Because I have all this success. I was sweeping up underneath the rug, my failures mm -hmm. on the inside. And those failures were being exposed and I just kept sweeping them and then being exposed and I kept sweeping them rather than acknowledging that, yo, hey, yo, you need to fix this. Mm -hmm. Like, to be honest, I'm a selfish guy because I'm always talking to people. I'm always helping people out with their financial issues. I got to keep my energy up to do my, my show. Mm -hmm. I'm always on the road traveling. So when I get that free time, I don't want to talk to her. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm tired. And so I was selfish. So when I started addressing that, okay, cool, great. I'm fixing myself. But here's one of the things that I, that I see with, with successful ladies. I don't have a problem with a strong woman because any woman that's going to be with me has to be strong. But does she know how to, how to turn off the boss chick, the boss head when she gets to the front door? Yeah. And most successful ladies 
bring their education, bring their successful career situations into the home, into the relationship. And I don't want to be with masculine energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I got with you to get feminine energy, mm-hmm. you know, and so bring that nourishment, bring that love, bring that, that sweetness, that softness to the table. I don't need another Anthony O'Neill yeah. in the building. And so that's one of the things that I see that is missing from from our queens, man, when it comes to, because again, I'm not asking for a soft, uh, non-successful woman. I, I, I want that that chick that's out there killing it and influencing people and impacting lives and yeah. making the money. But when you come home, I'm leaving it at the door. Yeah, My name is Anthony when I come in. My name is Babe when I come in. Yeah. I'm not the influencer guy, the the money guy, the expert guy. I'm, I'm AO. Like, yo, babe, what you want to do? Like, you want to go upstairs real quick, try to make another baby? What you want to yeah. do? <laughs> you know, it's like, for me, it's it's how do we connect when we come home? But most ladies say, no, my education is who I am. That's not who you are. No, that's interesting that you, that you share that because um, in this conversation, it's going to come out probably later because she, she's, she's, on, she's on some TV shows. So she told me she wants to drop it later. It's a really great conversation with these young ladies. Mm-hmm. And she made a fantastic um, point. She, she, we were bouncing back through these ideas. And something that really stood out to me was women were given a lot of great skills mm-hmm. to be successful mm-hmm. in business, mm-hmm. in finances, mm-hmm. but not as much in personal. Ooh. And the same way, it's, and, 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 and respectfully, it's like, if a man did not see another man provide and protect for his family, it's very hard for him yeah. to do it because it's kind of like giving someone a basketball yeah. who's never played before and say, go into the game. He might figure it out if right. he's athletic enough. That but brother gonna be traveling. <laughs> <laughs> he's be be traveling, dribbling. dribbling, dribbling <laughs> man, you know, and he just—he's never seen it, so he does not know what he has not seen. Right. So the same way for women who grew up with single mothers, mm. you've never seen a woman love a man. You teaching good. You've never seen a woman have to turn off that masculine dominant work energy and yeah. put on that soft feminine nurturing spirit. You've never seen it before. So good. So I've noticed that there's skills lacking in both. Yeah. But because we 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 assume like this is what I told somebody before. I said. Are men naturally protectors and providers? Uh, I'm curious how you feel. Do, I are think they, they are. Are they naturally? Are they naturally? What do you think, AO? I, I think we were naturally born, but we still have to develop into it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So and and that's yeah. and so the and the way I the reason I asked that I said how many guys like I would argue Usain Bolt is a natural runner. He, the moment you know he came just out. came out, he could just run. He was right. always fast. Yeah. Beethoven was probably naturally good at music. He, yeah. he didn't have to go to school. It just was some people are just yeah. naturally good at something. There's some people where they pick up a basketball, you tell them to do this, they just they're just good at it. Yeah, absolutely. So my my argument is some people are naturally talented. Most people have to be taught. Yeah, yeah. And so if we know clear as day, most men are not naturally providers, protectors, and priests. They have to be taught those things. Yes. Why do we think every woman is naturally nurturing, Ooh. naturally supportive, naturally caring just because Ooh. she's a 
a woman. They get the benefit of the doubt, bro. They, they're women. You know what I mean? So like, I feel like the media is going to naturally be softer on them and give them more, you know, with less. They they are automatically deemed as, you know, feminine, caretaker, patient, kind, love, even though they might not have a lot of practice in it. Mm-hmm. That's just a national message. Don't even get me to the music. Don't <laughs> even get me to the movies. They yeah. always have the strong chick and the guy that... Ain't got no job, but he got a pipe dream. Right, you know, right, so right, right. It, it's literally naturally ingained into us. So when they come into a relationship, that's what that's all they know. Yeah. That's, all they that's know. why oh, you teaching them something good. <laughs> Cause I mean, like most young people are being raised by their mothers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's and, and their mothers are having to do everything. Uh last year I was attacked hard because I told I told the world, I told my followers, stop saying happy Father's Day to mothers. You have to. You do. You have to stop. But the, the ladies was like, you got to. They, they was like, no. My mom was my father and my mother. And I was mm. like, no. Your mother, your mother was your mother, and she had to do some of the things a father had to do, but she can't be a father. And it goes back to what you just said. That's what she saw. Mm-hmm. So she is now doing that thinking I have to be mother and father. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Just do you and yeah. do what you got to do to provide for your kids. But you can never be me. You yeah. can never be a father. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that, ooh. that's powerful. <laughs> because to me, I, I thought about it like this. I can be great at one-on-one basketball. Like if I yeah. can, like, like let's say Chris is great at one-on-one. He plays me domination. He plays you domination. He's great at one-on-one. Because you're good on one one doesn't mean you're good on a, on a team. Exactly, it's a it's two different skills. Exactly, right. you have to. You, and so what ends up happening is that all the skills you saw your mom develop as a single player on a team, that's great for being a single mother. Yes, but that that energy, that spirit, it don't work in a team it, relationship. It doesn't. Ooh, yeah, so you can't have two captains on the team, bro. <laughs> you can't. You cannot. You can't. You can't, you can't have two, have two Jordans. You cannot have two Jordans. Respectfully saying this, yeah. that's why the Lakers ain't doing so well. Mm. We only do. We got to talk about <laughs> it. <laughs> but we can talk about. You can't have two point guards. You can't have two quarterbacks. You can't. No, you can't do it. Yeah. You, can't you do cannot it. do it. I mean, uh, what was it? You know, when 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 LeBron went to Miami, what did Wade say? It's you. Yeah. And Wade is a beast. Oh yeah. yeah he but he was like, "Yo, flash. LeBron, go." Yeah. Be LeBron. I'll be number two. You know what I'm saying? Pippen. There would be no Jordan without Pippen. There yeah. would no, there will be a Jordan, but there will be no Chicago Bulls. But but somebody had to say, all right, go ahead. And that's that. why, respectfully, the Le- Kobe is not considered better than LeBron. Because in my opinion, if Kobe and Shaq, if one of them could have took a back seat, yeah. that's easily three, four more rings. Easy three or four. Now we pot. <laughs> now we want to go to a basketball competition. You know what I mean? But yeah, that's true though. Like that that dynamic of them trying to you know take over between they really lost of a lot a lot of legacy, so a lot much. of championships. But then let's let's stay down. Let's stay, okay, let's, let's stay, stay down right now. Rest in power, Kobe. Why is Kyrie? Never mind. Oh, somewhere else. I'm just saying, like Kyrie left because he was tired of being up beneath LeBron. Yeah. But I'm like, yo. You left things because you you wanted to be the head. I'm like, listen, Kyrie, you're just as important. You just have two different roles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I just think, man, if we can all learn our role, man, 
And then see, we the, can the win also, so much more. Hundred percent. Also, with that, like I think some of these women feel like they can be better quarterbacks too. Especially if they look under the rug and see, like, okay, well, this you're not he, better here, or you you got some things here. But and now, now they're comparing do, themselves. Do you have a problem with a woman? And now you're now in your analogy. Do you have a problem with the woman being the head quarterback? Do in my analogy? It was your analogy. Do you have a problem with her being the breadwinner and the husband being? No, I don't have a problem with that. If okay. they if they agreed on both roles, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's one where you have a guy that wants to be the head quarterback right. and she feels like she can be better. Better, I got you exactly. And not not just that, I got you. What I also noticed, and this is part of the conversation, if you want a quarterback, mm-hmm. there you go. That, that's you cannot aspect. sub him out. And to run the wildcat that's all what the I'm game, saying. like, like, like you know what I mean? Wildcat, yeah. you can't set him out and run the wildcat the whole game. <laughs> you have to let him be, be the quarterback. quarterback. If not, you can be the quarterback, but don't get mad at the man that's on your team who can't throw the ball because you've you've you're in that position. Ooh. And so what I was noticing was kind of what you were saying. A man who's a, a natural leader. Yeah, yeah. A man who's a protective provider. He's a priest. That's what he does. Yes. That's my job here. Yes. So if a woman says, I want to be with him, he is going to do his job. Right. Right. But the moment a woman tells that man, you can't do your job. I'm going to do it Ooh. instead. He's going to say, why would I stay here? It's like, it's like, imagine being hired for a company. I'm not saying <laughs> And and they're like, you know what? I'm I am a software developer, mm-hmm. and they're like, cool. We're gonna hire you to be a software developer. Yeah. You join the company, or we want you to do janitorial services. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nothing wrong with janitorial yeah. service, respectfully. Yeah. But that's not what I apply for. That's not. Me. That's not my. That's not my job. That's not my skill sets. That's not my strength. And so I think that's something what I was realizing because when when a lot of women will share about you know the guys that successful women would share about the guys that they would date who were not, and a lot of them were not doing well, I've always shared, is because you don't attract quarterbacks. <laughs> and you may attract the quarterback that's developing, that may don't have the three-step drop back just down yet. <laughs> <laughs> who needs to be taught, you know? You gotta be taught. You know? and, and, and so, and, and then, attract quarterbacks. Yeah, and then, when, and then the quarterbacks, they see you and they realize, oh, I can't flourish in that system. Listen. Yep, yep, yep. I ain't got nothing to say. <laughs> I mean, that's true. It's like, you know, ooh, that's so true. So what about the guys? What what are we attracting? So to me, going back to the conversation with those ladies, men attract what is comfortable for them. Yes, I agree. I agree. Some men are raised by single moms. Yep. And, what's com- and, and they get so uncomfortable seeing their mom struggle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And now for them, they can't stand the idea of a woman doing all the work and him doing nothing. Because of what he experienced, now he wants the opposite. He says, now what's comfortable for me is I want to take, like like the typical NFL, NBA story. I want to take care of mama. I want to retire mama. I want to buy mama a house. I want to buy mama a car. So you see that and you're like, never again. Never. Will Will I, my mom or a woman in my life do that? So that's, that's one end. That's not what usually happens. Mm. What happens is the opposite. Yeah. He gets comfortable 
with mom taking care of him. He gets comfortable with mom being in charge. He gets comfortable <laughs> with, with mom being the leader. So therefore, in a partner, he's attracted to a woman who's a leader, leader. who's a go-getter, yeah. who's ambitious, who's driven. He's attracted to his mom, and he's, and he's naturally in that position of just being taken care of by somebody else. Facts. That is facts. That is so facts. And that's probably why I'm struggling, because I'm not attracted to that kind of woman. Yeah, I'm attracted to a leader, but I'm attracted to a leader who knows how to follow. Yeah, mm. and a leader like follow me, but then if I fall off a little bit, you can step up and lead. Yeah, until I can get back on, mm -hmm. because it's like I, I'm I'm a strong man, and I want a strong woman, but it takes a strong woman and a strong man to know when to fall back. Yeah, you know, I don't have a problem with my woman being stronger than me in a certain area and submitting to that because I mean, hey, that's why we got that's why we're together. Yeah. To fill each other's holes. But hey, listen, where I'm strong at, let let me let me be strong. And another thing I was thinking about going back to the why wishing women happy Father's Day is so dangerous. <laughs> because what I also noticed was when when you when when you wish a woman happy Father's Day, what ends up happening is it's it's like a it's a compensating technique mm. where you're trying to make yourself feel good for not having a father. Mm. Right? Mm. So it's like the feeling of not having a father, it's so hurtful. You feel like you lost out yep. on something that you deserve. Yep. So in our society, we don't want people to feel left out. We want people to feel different. So you make this claim like all families are the same. Yeah. Yeah. So what, but here's what that does. Now, all of a sudden, you then think, okay, well, my mom is as good as a mom and a dad. So, therefore, dads are not as valuable. Not as valuable. Men, men are not period. as valuable. That's what I'm about to say. Yes. Men, period, <laughs> men are not as valuable because <sighs> a woman by herself can do what he does and what she needs to do. I Isn't don't that need where, a man. Yeah, and I was about to say that. Yeah. Shoot, let me get this mic back. Yeah, 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 I was yeah. just about to say that. Do you think that's where the saying came from? I don't need a man? Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. Oh, and that man, listen. And listen. Oh, she about to get me in trouble again. That's <laughs> why I hate the term boss chick. Yeah. Because I'm not an employee. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm not your employee. There yeah. you go. And I'm valuable. <laughs> there you go. I'm a man. Let them know. I'm going to show up. <laughs> Talk that. We're going to do this thing together. Amen. You ain't bossing me. Mm. And I ain't bossing you. Yeah. You know mm. what I'm saying? We're going to do this thing together. But you're so right, bro. Like, like. It bothers me that it is it is our ladies who are pretty much devaluing men because of, yo we don't need you like yeah. let's just be real they say they don't need us for money they yeah. don't need us for sex nope now we're all the let me stop let me stop yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not saying I know a lot of stuff but <laughs> I'm saying they don't need us brother they, I'm just saying don't need us. <laughs> I'm like when I look at when I when I think about what when I'm when I'm talking to like my lady friends and when they come on my show I mean I don't need a man for sex I right, take care of myself like, okay. I need a man for money. I mean, I got a job. Okay. I don't need a man for this. But then I was talking to one of my good friends. I won't say her name because she's very well known. She said, I don't need a man for, for um, none of that. You know, intimacy. Yes, she does need a man. She said, but here's what I need a man for is greater peace. Not to buy me anything, but if he doesn't bring me more peace than what I already have, I don't need him. Yeah. She sounds like a man. <laughs> Respectfully. Men want peace. Yeah. And In most respectful way, man. <laughs> Don't come find me. <laughs> no, no problem, I, I, I like where Chris is going with that one because I think 
My my problem is that, like I said, I I know where it started from. Uh-huh. It started from a good place. It started from what went on in the seventies and eighties with the crack epidemic and all yep. the things with the men being gone. And it started with um, you know. The, 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 what happened in Detroit with a lot of these manufacturing jobs leaving yes. these inner cities where yes. all the blacks moved to. Yeah. People don't realize, and I think in the year 1880, 90% of the black people lived in the South. There was the first and second great migration where all the blacks moved to LA, New York City, Detroit for these manufacturing jobs. And what happened? Globalization happened. All these manufacturing jobs yeah. dissipated. Then all the men didn't have jobs anymore, and then you have these drugs. And guns. And guns. Violence, issues, that's what came about. So I understand how they feel, Mm -hmm. but then the coping mechanism that they're doing to not feel like they're missing out now becomes birthed in their daughters Mm. to now also handicap them. But when you don't see it as a handicap, it it becomes now just this banner. It's normal. And it's normal. And that and then that's why it's also hard for a relationship because even to that point, if someone doesn't bring me peace, I don't want to be with them, which is true. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But at the same time, somebody else, if you're if they're gonna be the leader, yeah, there's gonna be some friction here. Absolutely. There's gonna be healthy friction. Yeah. And the problem is is that when you feel like you don't need somebody, you have less grace and less patience when they upset you. Yes. Absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. You know? And like, that's the missing piece yes. between the man and the woman. Yep, 100%. There's and no that missing piece is what's killing everybody. Like, it's killing Absolutely. our whole community because yeah, we need family in order for our community to rise. And that that's, that's a disconnect of why relationships are not happening. And they're not sticking because one is coming to the table saying, I don't need you. Men are coming to the table saying, I need you, but I need you to need me. Yeah. But ladies are saying, I don't. Yeah. Take it or leave it. No, that's a great point. My mama did everything. It's what I need you for. Yeah. I saw her do it. My dad was never in my life. So if my mom can do it, then I can do it. And if I can do it, I mean. That's self-inflicting pain in my opinion. And I think that's pain that has to be dealt with. Yeah. Yeah. It needs to be dealt with internally before you get into any relationship. But then back on the flip side of men, we just gotta step up and make sure that we step up. If we make babies, if we we do stuff, we gotta start doing our ladies right now. I think we do have to uh, this is hands down, we have to step up. Yeah. But they have to want us as well. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> we can step up and you still say Yo, I don't like, I hear need you, you. I hear you. You want me to step up? Want me first. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, yeah. men are, so there's men out there that are stepping up. They still have issues. Yeah, yeah. Hey, brother, absolutely. you, honestly, you should be having issues like that. I got you. You are, you're not only are stepped up, you're stepped above, and you oh, yeah. still have that issue. That should not be a problem. Yeah. That it's has true. to be said right now. Right, right. And he's like, he's preaching today. Take <laughs> <laughs> a nap. I don't know what Chris right, said, man. Look at him. I'm back. I got this yeah. jacket on. I'm, good. I'm jacket. coming for y'all today. Yeah. <laughs> man, no, that's real, man. No, no and, and, real. And, and going back to it, I think there's going back to how it affects men, the the happy mother. Because even you even hear guys say happy Mother's Day, happy Father's Day to their mothers as well. It affects you. Because now you don't oh, know your role. Yeah, exactly. you're not valuable now. You're not you. You don't value yourself. Self. Ugh, yeah. You I've know? never seen that. If I see, I would be more upset with the man saying Happy Mother's 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. I've seen many guys say that, but and, and they don't realize it's like you're you're not valuing yourself. Do they say happy mother's day to the fathers? No, nah, they no. usually say that because it, it might be to a point where it's like, screw my father for abandoning me and leaving me. And it's like giving all the kudos to the mom for actually stepping up. Yeah. I can see from that perspective why they say that. That's probably most of the reason. Yeah. Because it's more of a, just a jab at the dad. Yeah. We're, we're really not a jab. That's really a haymaker. <laughs> I, I've said black women are built like F-150s. Not physically, emotionally. <laughs> I don't know why that was funny to me. But that was funny. Oh, They're built tough. F-150 the truck. Yeah, the truck. Four tough. They're Four. built to be tough and strong. Oof. I have another point of it I won't say on this podcast. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> but I'll get, well, that's a whole different conversation. But yeah. they're built to be strong in ways that, in my opinion, spiritually, they're not built for that load. So you, so you build this car. It's kind of like, respectfully, it's like building a Fiat to be a pickup truck. Yeah, I understand what you're trying to do, but it's not meant for that load. Come on, bro. So what happens is so many guys, they think they're F-150s. They think women are these people who can take this super heavy load. So therefore, they don't put the loads on their backs yep. and they put it on the women. Yep. So I meet so many guys who... They expect so much out of her mm. where I'm like, bro, you should have been doing that yourself. Mm. Like so many guys expect, okay, like I need your help paying the bills. Yeah. My philosophy with the bills is this. I have no problem if it's the family bills and you guys are working together. If that's your relationship dynamic, no problem. Mm -hmm. Everyone's different. Who am I to judge? My problem is your bills yeah. as a man. <laughs> yeah. I'm you talking about your, own bills, your, your, your personal bills. Yes. So a lot of guys will go to their woman and be like, yo, I need help mm -mm. with this bill. Mm -mm. With this, I need to borrow money. Mm -mm. And it's like, you're expecting her to be the bank when you need it, mm -hmm. the counselor when you need it, mm. the porn star when you need it. You know, mm. they're expecting all these the things. Mother the kids. mother The mother of the kids when you need You're expecting so much because you were taught that they were F-150s. Yep, yep, yep. When no, you're the F-150. And I think that's what creates a, a, um, the men from not being as ambitious and as driven because in his brain, that's her job. Yep. Or oh, they run to the mother. They run 100%. back to the mother. They run back to the, even the grandmother. Respectfully, yeah. they. I mean, I I know older men that still are being taken care of by older women. Yeah. Just because they, like, and and we can take it to a, a different turns. Some of these women, mothers, grandmothers, also create that monster too. We're just dependent. Like they create those men as dependent on them, even from a control aspect where they ain't want him to grow up. They don't want him to we ain't going to go down that road. Chris, we had I'm 55 a, I'm minutes. A, I'm going to say a, a quick thing and, I, and I'll let AO jump in, bro. What you just said, <laughs> mm. I was watching a podcast so flipping powerful. And he said, female courage is letting your child into the world to die. You got to. Because the idea is this. Every person that lives will die. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Every person mm -hmm. that lives will take a risk. Whether yep. it's driving a car, going on a plane, you take a risk. The overbearing mother is so afraid mm. of the child dying, which it obviously 
decades later should happen, not in this youth, but yeah. that she will put him in that, like the Adam Sandler movie, Bubble Boy, right? Yeah. Yep. Or even, what's the moment when uh, his mama, uh, Waterboy Water as Water well. Boy. Water Boy. Yep. Yeah. You see the overbearingness, but feminine courage is, I give him the freedom, freedom. to go into the world and to fail yeah. and to potentially one day die. Yep. And so, I you also see maybe there's this emotional trauma bond mm -hmm. where now son is husband. Yeah. Yep. I don't want husband to leave the way first husband left. Yep. So now you don't allow the son the freedom to, to go into the world yep. because you're so afraid of him going away. Nah, bro. I, I got nothing to say. <laughs> <laughs> I, was watching this, I was watching this podcast. I, I, I forgot her name. Uh, but there's this very well-known lady. She said, I don't want to be the strong woman. She said, because think about it. If I'm the strong woman and then there's a, another man in there who's not as strong as me or she said, take away the man. If, if I'm the strong woman and there's another woman in there who's not as strong and we're both carrying the same box, we're both carrying the same weight load and a strong man comes in, who is he helping first? Mm. The strong woman or the woman who doesn't appear to be as strong? Mm. And she said, so... I'm 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 the appear to be woman who's not as strong. Mm. I, I can step up when I have to, but I'm that feminine one that wants my nails done, that wants my hair alone, that that wants to be the lover, the nourisher of, of of my husband. But when it's time for me to be strong, I can step up and be strong. But she was like, I don't want the world to see me and then see everyone else and not value me because oh she got it, she's strong, she's the F one fifty. Let me go over here to the Honda Accord. Yeah. Now, it, and this and this is a separate sidebar, super inappropriate. We may cut it out because it, people, I don't want anyone to take it the wrong way. Even this perception is why they say black women don't get special privileges with officers the way other ethnicities do. Ooh. So, like, the idea is, like, you know, other ethnicities, they can get they can get off a lot. They can be speedy and get off a lot because, oh... Well, I'm so sorry I didn't know today. I might not know the speech. And a lot of girls can get away with stuff. Ooh. But it's saying because the woman is perceived so masculine and so tough, wow. that's where you see more violence. That's where you see more this. That's why you it's just like you you think, oh, that's what they they can take. Yeah, he can tell he, he's, Yeah, he, he opened the door. <laughs> I was like, he can tell he getting married. <laughs> So there's no way in hell I can say that. I'm not saying <laughs> yeah. Yo, man. Not saying this should be treated. I'm not saying no matter how tough you are, you should not be treated unjustly. I want to make it 100% clear. Yeah, yeah. That's wrong. Yeah. But this goes back to the conditioning and perception yes. of the world yeah. towards our women. They, I've, I've always said black women were never really given the black American, of course, were never given the opportunities to be women. Mm. They came. They were slaves. Slaves had to work. Hard. You know what I mean. They yeah. then after being slaves, they had. To, they weren't stay at home. They they were working. They were they were always having to be in yes. very. There's no safety here. You had yeah. no safety. You had no protection yeah. because even your man was subjective to other men Ooh. in Jim Crow South and and during all these eras. So they didn't really get the chance to be, just women. Right. And that's why now they're, they're the F-150s are so tough, but they still want to be held like a woman. I just want you to know, I like this podcast. <laughs> this man right here is, boy, this, oh, yeah. yeah. I got nothing to say. 
So you have a singles course coming out. I do. Yeah, I do. Tell the people about the singles course. Man, it's 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 simple, man. I call it the singles blueprint. Um, eight pillars to maximize your single season, right? Mm. Uh, one of the most common questions that I get asked right now, it, it really frustrates me is, you know, uh, when are you going to marry? You know, what's wrong with you? I mean, you're successful, you're young, you're, you got money, you know, why, why, why are you so single? When are you going to have kids? And I really went back and I asked myself, why are people not asking me, how am I working on me? How am I maximizing this single season? Uh, what What are you doing to grow as a man? What What podcasts? Who are you submitting yourself to? And one of my mentors said something to me about a year ago, and he said, man, everyone knows you as the money guy, as the guy who used to work with Dave Ramsey, but I know you as, as the guy who has maximized and stewarded his single season well to build the success. Mm -hmm. And so I'm creating a course, man, that has nothing to do with how to get money, has nothing to do with how to get a wife or how to get a husband. It's about how do you build the foundation for your future um, how? What are the eight pillars that you need to be focusing on while you're single so that when you do get a wife, when you do get a husband, when you do get that million dollars, when you do start really building something, you're building it on a solid foundation. Mm -hmm. And I believe it'll help us um, knock off marriages. But for me, I've been able to build an extreme amount of success. And I, and I wrote down the pillars on this is how I built it. And this is why the things that you all can see on the surface looks so good because of what's up underneath it mm. so i'm really diving into what are those things how do we get there how do we build it how do you build a solid foundation um so you can build something that's really really stable and solid on the surface hmm. you want to give uh, the people one of those pillars i'm curious and one of those pillars. man you know me one, one of the pillars for me is uh embracing your uncomfort zone Ooh. right so it's like whenever i am 100 comfortable i know that i'm not elevating Prime example was I was a part of an all African American church in the city. I mean, in Jacksonville, Florida, you know, I can call the Jaguars, I can call the mayor, I can call the superintendent, I can call everyone. I can walk into a restaurant and eat 100% free. I was comfortable. I had a good name in that city because of the great work uh, the the senior pastor uh, Bishop McKissick and myself were doing with the kids in the neighborhood, right? Then all of a sudden, I'm like, yo, I, I want to really dive more into this money space. And we all know like Dave Ramsey is killing it in that money space. So I go from an all black culture to an all white culture. Completely uncomfortable. But because I was willing to go and be uncomfortable with this culture that I'm never I've never been around. I was able to write a number one national bestselling book. I was able to sell over 100,000 copies. I was able to get on, you know, your Foxes, your CNNs, all these great stuff because I was willing to embrace being uncomfortable for a season to grow, to elevate. And so for me, I'm, I'm teaching inside the course, how, what, what is preventing us from being successful? It's our comfort zone. Don't allow your comfort zone to become your kill zone. Mm. Don't allow, don't allow being so comfortable to be the very same thing that kills you from starting your YouTube channel, starting your business, getting that job promotion, getting into that relationship. So there's some elements that I'm walking through in the course on, hey, here's how you here's how you transition. And as you're transitioning and, and as you are uncomfortable, here are the things you need to embrace and practice during that season. That, that and it's great. Man. That's beautiful. I, my, my question to you is for those who are wondering. What's the difference between being uncomfortable mm -hmm. and being in an unhealthy situation? Oh, that's a good question. Oh, that was good. Man, I, I done did about 100 podcasts. No one asked me that one because that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. There's a difference between being in an unhealthy 
relationship, right? As far as in like a, a, a friendship, um, a, a for an example, I I called a guy a while back my spiritual father, right? Mm. That was a relationship. It and it, it wasn't an uncomfortable relationship because he was telling me about myself to grow me. It was unhealthy relationship because I remember one time um, I came to him and I introduced to him the young lady who I was talking to. He said she's ugly. Oh, wowzers. She, she's ugly. She's, she, she doesn't move me. She doesn't tick me. She, she doesn't make me jump. I'm like, you're married. She's not supposed to. Wait a minute, bro. If somebody says she doesn't tick me, <laughs> you know what I'm that's, saying? Un, that's you're, uncomfortable. You're married. So, but it's for me. Like yeah. he, he wasn't training me. Hey, here's what you need to do as a man yeah. to be a husband, to be, you know, a good solid man for her. It was like, I don't like her. That's unhealthy uncomfortable would have been okay cool great solid young lady but yo you got some other things that you need to work on uh, before you think about marriage so let's work on these things that's so funny there's um mm. i had many guys who mentioned me in my life and my least favorite human one of my least favorite human beings of all time mm. was one of these guys who mentored me and um and you and you're right it was because I respect that it was like a for effort mm -hmm. f for execution mm. and and so I, I, I feel exactly what you're talking about because I think some people, when it comes to that question that Chris described, when they see something's uncomfortable, they, they think it's about effort. Yep. So it's like, oh, this relationship is uncomfortable because they're putting effort into wanting to be with me. But it's yep. like, you, while the effort is good, but the execution... Jeez. Is so bad. Yeah. This is unhealthy. Yep. Yep. And 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 to me, I think I love the question because you you have one of two people. You have people who they're so lazy. Yep. Yep. Anything uncomfortable, they think is unhealthy. Ooh. So they're never in any uncomfort zone whatsoever. <laughs> then you have the other person who's so driven mm -hmm. that. Anything unhealthy, they think, oh, just uncomfortable. I'm not working hard enough. I'm not, right. I'm not dealing with, with enough. I'm not processing it well, well enough. So I think it, you have to have that awareness as a yes. person yes. and to have brothers like you who you can ask that honest question to, yep. to be able to see. Because I see so many guys who are so driven, mm -hmm. but they're in so much unhealthy situations because they think, oh, I'm just uncomfortable. And that's part of life. When yep. it's like, no, it's not uncomfortable. Yeah. And I see a lot of guys who are so lazy. Yep. They're like, oh my God, this environment so toxic. No, it's not. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just a little stress. Yeah. So I think that's a <laughs> that's a good a good balance to have. Whew. Well, that's a good question, Chris. No, <laughs> no, yeah, I'm just, I was just curious, man, because I know a lot of people be in that situation, and I think to both of y'all answers, hopefully that's cleared up because having that awareness to identify what's uncomfortable yeah. and what's unhealthy is will save you a lot of time, money, headaches. You know all those things. So, and I listen. love I love Singles Academy. I love I love your course because, to me, I've I've honestly believed, and I'm not I'm not a father yet. You never know. Breaking news! Breaking news! <laughs> you know, and um, and and so, but I really feel as though what I did really well is I laid a great foundation while I was single. Yes, and that's you, important. You know. Yeah. And I feel as though so many people, there's, there's also this, and Chris experiences this a lot. There's a lot of people, especially women, 
who don't want to be parents mm. because they're like, I saw what my family mother went through. I saw yep. the, the house my parents went through. I don't want to put a kid through that. Nope. Yep. I don't want to put a kid through the world the way how crazy it is. Yeah. But they don't realize that when you have the necessary tools, Come on, man. you don't put your child through the storms of life because you built a healthy foundation. Yes. When you were raised in a house full of, 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 of straws, yeah. when the storms of life came, of course it was chaotic. Right. Of course it was painful. Of course it was right. cold nights and very hot winters. But when you lay that foundation of bricks mm -hmm. and you lay that solid, insulated environment, the storms of life come and, and, and things and made the house may feel a little movement, but it doesn't fall down. It doesn't. And so I think what a lot of people have to realize is that courses like your singles course gives you such a great foundation. It does, man. So that the, the, the things that you're fearing that your parents went through, your kids don't go through that. Absolutely. Lord willing, because of the way I set myself up during singleness, my children will never struggle financially. Absolutely. Will never happen. Never. It's not going to happen for them because of laying down the foundation single while you're single. So I think people, if they don't, Man. if they haven't gotten your course, Man, you made me want to go get my course. <laughs> they got to they got to get on it because Absolutely. it's so much prevention yeah. that will lay a healthy foundation. Where can they get this course at? Man, go to anthonyoneal.com and you'll see the course right there. Okay. I mean, it's, 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 it's very, very affordable. My mentors, I mean, this course is cheap. Yeah. And I mean, they're getting eight weeks with just me. They're going to get my cell phone number. They're going to get my personal email. Um, and we're just, we're going to go live, man. We're going to really just dive in deep. And again, this is not about how to get a woman. This is not how to, how to get a man. This is not how to make a million dollars. This is how do we build a solid foundation? Every millionaire that mentors me and every millionaire and billionaire I'm around, man, when you really dive into the, the, what's the key to their success, it has nothing to do with the actual money principles. It is everything that's on the inside of them. Mm. And I'm like, that's, that's where we need to be. Mm. And that's what this course is all about. Yeah, man. I, I absolutely love that. I want to take the course because I, I think it's all about having high character first yeah, yeah. before you have the high value. Man, you know what? Um, a good friend, Tony Gaskin, says this. He says, people focus on currency over character, but focus on character for, over currency. Because mm -hmm. character produces currency, but currency doesn't produce character. Mm. And well, he's in the know. course talking about that. <laughs> I'm like, yo, let's talk. On that let's note, see. Ayo, man. Yo, great conversation as always, man. Man, as always, man. This is, man, bro, the Roommates Podcast is the truth. <laughs> Love this spot, man. I need to come back. Yes, yes sir. sir. Let me know. Let me yeah. know. So where can they find you at? AnthonyO.com um, is where you can uh, find me at, at Anthony O'Neill on Instagram. Uh, but really, I spend a lot of my time, like you all, on YouTube and podcasts, and it's called The Table with Anthony O'Neill. So come check me out. So, guys, you know, we get down here at the roommates, guys. Please go to anthonyoneal.com. Check out the singles course. It is a great tool and resource to help you on your journey to become the best version of yourself. My name is Hafiz. Chris is the show, baby. And we are joined by the one and only Anthony O'Neill. We are the roommates and have a great day.